Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is pretty exciting. Uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has, my decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in a hockey city uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Plath. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed. That feeling is hockey season being oh so close. It's almost back. This is Oilers now. Brendan Ulrich with you back on the air today. It's like I've never left. I'm on today and then tomorrow I'll be uh, working the Eskimos broadcast. Bob Stoffer though, away today. And uh, he still trusts me a little bit. So he said, hey, Brendan, want to host the show today. So here I am. Taking uh, a bit of a break here today from the sales game, which is uh, going well, a lot of fun, a whole different world. But it's nice to be back on the air today talking about hockey because hockey is just around the corner. Uh, The Oilers, of course, uh, the rookies on the ice over at uh, Rogers Place today. The Oil Kings have a preseason game tonight uh, at the downtown community rink. So we're almost there. It's been a long wait Oiler fans have been patient, hockey fans have been patient, but hockey is almost back, and it feels pretty good. The NFL is also back. Excited about that. Thursday night football last night. Uh, The uh, week one of the season this weekend as well, so a lot going on in the world of sports. Oilers now, as always, though, of course, is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex, trusted by 630 Ched. Visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more at digitex.ca. Bob Stoffer will join us in a few moments. He was over at the rink uh, earlier today uh, at Oilers uh, rookie camp, and he's at a golf tournament this afternoon involving the Oilers. 
So he'll join us uh, in a few minutes. We also have Elliot Friedman returning to the show this year, and he'll join us at 12.35 from NHL Hockey on Rogers. And that is for our friends over at the River Cree Resort and Casino. We opened with uh, Phil Collins. And speaking of the River Cree, tonight, it's one more night. The Phil Collins experience at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can text us 630-630. Brought to you by Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford or check out their great selection today at WestlockFord.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. And uh, since the Oilers are on the ice at rookie camp right now, I'll throw an over-under at you to start the show if you want to uh, shoot a text in at the, uh, t- or on the text line at 630-630. Over-under, one and a half when it comes to the rookies on the ice right now for the Oilers making the opening night roster. I, I do think one of Yamamoto, R. Bouchard, will likely start the season on the roster. If you think both of them will... Then you pick the over. And uh, a few wild cards, I guess, in the mix as well with Bear. Jones, I mean, that's a big long shot, but you never know. Marudi or Marodi as well in the mix. I mean, the Weather's top line in practice uh, at the rookie camp skate today. Gambardella, Marodi, and Yamamoto. Benson as well, but of a long shot. But do you think both Yamamoto and, uh, I guess, Bouchard will be on the Oilers' roster on opening night. So over-under. You can text us 630-630. I know Bob was uh, tweeting about uh, Connor McDavid and uh, talking about him a lot on the show yesterday. And I was sort of, you know, looking through the text line here before the show. And a lot of uh, point projections were coming in for McDavid. I don't know if I actually gave my point prediction on McDavid yet on the show. So, so this is my one chance, you know. I don't know when I'll be on next, so I might as well do it today. Everyone's excited. McDavid's in town. He's skating. The hair looks great. I had to get that in, of course. Love the, the hockey hair flow that McDavid's rocking. I think he'll get over 120 points this year. 50 goals as well. So I'm, I'll am i say 121 points for Connor McDavid this season. Maybe that's too low. He could get to 125 or 130. I would not be shocked at all. So we'll see what happens. But uh, I'll lay that one out there right now. The Eskimos uh, in action tomorrow as well. We'll chat with uh, Morley Scott at 135 to set up the Labor Day rematch. Darrell Walker, of course, out for the Eskimos. A few uh, players out for the Stampeders as well. But Bryant Mitchell will start. And I don't think he should have been out of the lineup. The last two games, after what he did against Montreal, he was unbelievable in that game. Then he didn't get a chance to address the next two games, but uh, he's back and he'll be, uh, you know, looking to make an impact against Calgary on Saturday. More on that game uh, as we move along the program. I want to hit on the NFL a little bit as well on the show today, because the uh, start of the season was last night, and I was down over at Hooters. 
Yes, Thursday night football over at Hooters. Uh, our uh, you know sister station, Kiss and Country, is uh, working again this season with Hooters to to host uh, Thursday night football, and I'm actually working on that account now alongside Dave Human as well. So we were both down there last night. Greg Reynolds was down there from Kiss, and it was a great night. And uh, be sure to check out all the action. Tony will treat you right down there at Hooters. And uh, it was funny because I brought a bunch of my buddies and they do a double jersey uh, giveaway and both my friends end up winning the jerseys. So people are probably texting in to kissing this morning saying the contest is rigged, but no, that wasn't uh, the case. They were down uh, on location. You need to be there to win and uh, they were lucky enough to win a Matt Ryan jersey and uh, a Carson Wentz jersey last night. The game, by the way, picked up near the end. I hope the rest of the season is better than what we saw last night because it wasn't uh, much of a game until the second half. There wasn't even a big play that I can remember off the top of my head in the first half, but that's okay. There'll be some good games on Sunday. Maybe we'll uh, get to our Super Bowl predictions uh, on the show today as well. I'm sure Bob will want to uh, chime in on that. I know Reed Wilkins uh, tweeted out his uh, division predictions, so maybe I'll just do mine here quickly as well. AFC East, I mean, New England, that's a slam dunk. The AFC North, I'm a Bengals fan, and I'm a homer, so I am taking the Bengals in that division. I think Pittsburgh is going to uh, drop off a little bit this uh, season. I know Tony is a, a, a Steelers fan over at Hooters, so he won't like what I'm saying here, but the Bell holdout situation still going on. A lot of the, the team, or a lot of the teammates, you know, are upset with how that's uh, been sort of dragging on, especially when they're prepping for a game this weekend. Uh, Antonio Brown, maybe he goes uh, with the Madden curse since he's on uh, the Madden cover this season. Ryan Shazier, of course, uh, a terrible injury. You wish him the best with his recovery uh, last season, and the defense never really was the same once he went down. So that division to me is wide open. I like the Bengals' defense a lot. Their front seven is uh, really good, and uh, they are going to get after the quarterback this season. A lot of talent there, so I'll be a homer. I'll take the Bengals to win the AFC North. AFC South, I have the Jags. Defense still really good. The running attack is really good, and I like a lot of their young receivers. AFC West, give me the Chargers. The Chargers are going to be good this season. They always sort of, you know, hover around 500. If they can stay healthy, they have a lot of talent on that roster. They already lost Hunter Henry, but I really like uh, the Chargers, and I think they could be a surprise team in the AFC to maybe get all the way to the Super Bowl. I will take uh, the Jags, though, to go to the Super Bowl over the uh, AFC, quickly to the NFC. In uh, the NFC East, I'll stick with Philly. They still look strong last night, despite uh, Carson Wentz being out and uh, Jeffrey being out. In uh, the NFC North, I'll take the Packers. I think uh, with Rodgers being healthy, again, if you can stay healthy, no one will be able to stop that offense. Still like the Vikings. Chicago-Detroit still good as well. That's a tough division, but I'll take the Packers. NFC South, I really like Carolina this season out of uh, that division, so I'll take them and uh, the Rams in the NFC West. And coming out of the NFC, I'll take Green Bay edging out Carolina, and uh, my Super Bowl will be the Jags and the Green Bay Packers. To talk about a little bit uh, about more about that, uh, the NFL, Oilers, Rookie Camp, and uh, some comments from Taylor Hall as well. We bring aboard Bob Stoffer. Bob, how are you doing? Hi, Brendan. Thank you for uh, taking time away from your tales and sales and uh, filling in for us today. Uh, it's 
the uh, Oilers annual partners draft for the Oilers Entertainment Group. Uh, I know you'd find this hard to believe, but I, I have found uh, uh, three spirit animals to golf with. A uh, guy by the name of uh, Ken that's uh, with the Brick. Uh, we have uh, Robin with Coventry Homes, and we have uh, Mike, who's with End of the Roll. It's a flooring company. And I can tell that these guys work very hard because they are almost as bad as me uh, on the course. And we, I think we've got about a complete, added it up, about a combined uh, 10 rounds this year between the uh, four of us. So we are absolutely hacking it today. Uh, and uh, not a chance we'll be in the uh, the top 15 foursomes in the tournament. That's how bad it is. But it's great that it's a wonderful day out there. And it's a good times, a good fun. This is a big event for the owners that they do every year in the first week of September. Sort of launches the return of the start of the season. Uh, Drake Cadillo is out here in terms of the current team with the Beat the Pro. And uh, well, we're having a good time. So thanks for coming in. And by the way, when it comes to the NFL, uh, I will take uh, New England, though I do think Jacksonville is on the rise. And uh, I'm going to take the Eagles. Uh, way to go on the limb, eh, Stoffer? <laughs> I'll also take Alabama and the NCAA. So you just love, you love the teams that get there the year before. You think like they're they're going to do it every year. To me, not the in the NHL. NFL, well, not in the NHL. Well, we'll bring you in a last show when we have Reed <laughs> okay. back in, in the uh, you know. Well, I guess we'll have to do that late September. But uh, I'm not going to be picking Washington out of the East or Vegas out of the West. I can tell you that. <laughs> Let me guess, Pittsburgh and uh, I don't know who we go from the West, but you'll probably have Pittsburgh back in uh, the Cup Final. Uh, maybe somebody from the Central. <laughs> Just bugging you, Bob. Uh, so what's new? What's going on uh, in the hockey world? I've been out of the loop a little bit, but uh, I know uh, it, it, it feels like hockey is here. There's an Oil King game tonight uh, over at uh, the Community Rink, Bob, and uh, rookie camp officially underway with uh, the rookies hitting the ice today, so it's exciting. Yeah, and we're, you know, we're a week away from the start of training camp. Uh, I know I've... Uh, you know, put a tweet out yesterday on Connor McDavid. And there's reports that he was on the ice uh, seven days a week <laughs> at various different stretches of summer. Like it's it's unbelievable. But uh, uh, I know what uh, you know. It's it's going to be interesting to see how the two PTOs uh, do. Uh, Scotty Upshaw, who uh, you know uh, things things really get going, Brendan. In all honesty, like Monday because you've got NHL players away at the media junket in Chicago. Um, and, you know, for the rookie tournament, we get started Sunday with that. Uh, not the rookie tournament, but the rookie camp. Uh, Jack, myself, and Reed will have the game down in Calgary on Sunday. And then uh, on uh, Tuesday, the game against uh, Nate and McEwen. I know that Tim Fraggle from Nate was running the, uh, I guess, the sort of informal skate down at Rogers Place the last couple of days. Uh, and... You know, the rookie camp got going. I know Reed posted some lines on that front. I didn't get a chance to pay too close attention to them yet. But uh, it's, a, it's a fun time of the year, coinciding with, you know, the NFL season going and college football going. It's my favorite time of year. Well, you mentioned the lines, Bob. And, um, I mean, yeah, we can make out, you know, what you want, make out what you want of the lines. But to me, it looks like there's a lot of depth. Uh, you know, now in the system, Gambardella, Marodi, Yamamoto on the top line, then you have Benson, McLeod, Vessel, and then VC, Esposito, Maximov, uh, on D, of course, Samarukov, Bear, Jones, Bouchard, Legison as well in the mix, too. So to me, the prospect uh, pool looks pretty deep now for the Oilers all of a sudden. And I know uh, Jay Woodcroft uh, spoke uh, after the skate today and held a lot of these players uh, with him in Bakersfield uh, this season. And we'll hear uh, those comments later on. But uh, definitely a lot more depth in the system. So I'm really excited to see uh, you know this uh, rookie. 
rookie game against McEwen and Nate and uh, see what uh, these rookies are all about? Well, there is more depth, but there needs to be even more depth. Uh, it's not like there's an overabundance. I think they're, you know, in the past they were three uh, in terms of their own prospects and players that they maybe had down in the NHL. Some might say they're more like a one or a two on a scale of ten. Uh, right now I got them at like a five to six, uh, but I do think that uh, in time, hopefully, you know, they'll be in a position where they're eight, nine. Uh, I mean, I, as you know, I, I have Bouchard here to start the year for Luxie. Uh, he can't play in Bakersfield. And then I have uh, Bully Arby, obviously, is going to be here, I think. Uh, but I got Yamamoto down on the minors. And, and the difference, the biggest difference is at forward. You know, you look at it, you got Tyler Benson, who's had an offseason to train. You got Yamamoto, who's probably going the way of Dry Settle and Bully Arby, where their second year, uh, you know, at, second season after being, you know, the summer where they're dropped, that they start in the HL and work their way up. Uh, Marodi's a very interesting prospect, uh, and then, you know, he, I also look at Cameron Habig. Gambardella, for me, I mean, I'm a, maybe, I don't want to be an ageist, but he's 25, so there's a difference between a 19 and 20 and 21-year-old kid going, but the difference is now we, we start to see some Oilers prospects filter through. Uh, Peter Shrelly and Craig Matavish have an NCAA background. They've taken some swings on some NCAA free agents. They're not going to hit on all of them. But if they can get one or two guys that sort of pop up and, and could be good support players in an organization, you know, that's money in the bank. So we'll see how that ends up transpiring. Chatting with Bob Stoffer here on Oilers Now. Brendan Ulrich with you. Uh, let's uh, put the Oilers talk to the, the side for now, Bob. I want to ask you about uh, these Taylor Hall comments. I know you uh, <laughs> have likely seen them. And uh, I know way back at the end, I think you put a tweet out at the end of uh, June or early July talking about super teams, how yeah. Toronto is maybe uh, the NBA's version now of the, the the Golden State Warriors or that sort of thing, right? What, what so. I, yeah, what I said was this was an illustration of, uh, you know, players opting and selecting, and, and you know, it's their right as unrestricted free agents to choose where they're going to go. And... Uh, I personally believe that the summer of 2020 is going to be really interesting, and that's all. Well, I'm do you think uh, do you think Hall's hinting at something then here with his? Uh, he, oh, well, we'll get to the full quote here. He said, "Hockey." Can you read the quote to me, please? Yeah, he said, "Hockey has been a sport for a long time, where guys are so loyal to their teams, and I think in a lot of cases, teams aren't as loyal to their players. Right? Teams are much more inclined to treat it as a business, and the players are." I'm not sure if that's going to change now or not. You saw John make a decision. Of course, he's talking about Tavares for himself. And I have a lot of respect for that. And I agree with Hall 100% on that. I have no issues with Tavares saying, hey, I, I, I'm leaving the island to go play in Toronto. And I know he was drafted there. He, you know, he played his heart out for the Islanders. But when it comes to the end the end of the day, like, you want to win a Stanley Cup, so he feels Toronto gives him a better chance, so I don't have a problem with that, and maybe Hall's hinting at something here when he becomes a free agent, Bob. Well, if I'm Taylor Hall, I'm looking to go to a place, if I do go to free agency, I'm looking to go to a place that's got a couple great centers. Yeah, so, okay. Well, the others have a couple good centers. It's clear from those I hope you're not talking about Pittsburgh, Bob, because that would, uh, I would not be happy with that. Brendan, it's clear from those comments that Taylor, you know, learned a tough lesson. Uh, you know, I, you know, we've had players at Edmonton that haven't wanted to play here. Taylor wanted to play here. Taylor wanted to be part of the equation. And I, I, if I'm reading between the lines of what he's saying there, and I've always, you know, my feelings on this, I've always thought he's been a heck of a player. 
Uh, I don't think he would have won the MVP if he played for the Oilers as long as Connor McDavid's here. Just like Wayne Gretzky uh, was here, Mark Messier wasn't going to win the MVP. But when Wayne left, Mark won the MVP. And then later won it again with the New York Rangers. But, uh, you know, I, if I'm Taylor, I'm keeping my options available. New Jersey has had a very quiet offseason to date. However, they are poised to potentially make a you know, a similar type of play that maybe the Islanders did uh, when they picked up Boychuk and Letty going back four or five years ago, right? So uh, I'm going to be intrigued to see what New Jersey does because they've got to make a compelling case to keep them. Taylor is going to be able to pick and choose uh, where he goes. And if I'm Taylor, I'm targeting an organization that is really good at center. That would make the most sense for me if I was him. And uh, there's a couple teams that have really good young centers. And that's something that people should keep in mind. So, And I do think Taylor's going to get 10 to $11 million. You know, I mean, the guy just won the MVP. Unless he drops back to 50 points this year in 70 games, I don't see him making less than, say, nine for sure on a seven-year term. So, Because he's, he's in great shape and he continues to improve as a player. But I do, you know, I, I put that tweet out and I got a little bit of pushback from people. Uh, it is, a, you know what, it is a business and players have to often make choices too. And we've had scenarios where, you know, the fact that Emerson got McDavid and Dreisaitl signed long term and, and those guys got paid. And, and trust me, I still believe that Nurse is going to get a bridge. And then after he gets the bridge, he'll be signed long term. I think those will be three of the core guys going forward. But there's an old saying in life. When it comes to sport, never say never. And uh, we saw, uh, you know, Mike Comrie come back. And if you had told me that, Brennan, when I was hosting Total Sports back during the 0304 season, that less than five years later, Mike Comrie would be back at Edmonton, I'd say you're crazy. We saw Ryan Smith come back to Edmonton in 2007. And five years later, he was, I don't even know if it was five, I don't know if it was four years later, because it was at the draft in. Uh, in St. Paul, Minnesota, where the, the deal got consummated, uh, Ryan Smith was back with the Edmonton Oilers organization. So, you know, Chris Nyland played three times in Montreal. Wendell Clark played three times in Toronto. Wendell was not pleased to get traded the first time. Things happen. You never, you never know what can happen. And if Taylor is out there as a free agent, 30 other teams in the NHL outside of New Jersey have got to be in there pitching to get him. And I think everyone listening to the show right now would agree with me. If he becomes a free agent, you got to put your best foot forward because he's an elite-level left winger. He's one of the top two or three left wings in the entire National Hockey League. Well, yeah, that's uh, something to think about. No doubt about that, Bob. We'll leave it at that because uh, we need to uh, get to the 1230 news. Hey, uh, say hi to Elliot for me. Will do. Thanks for uh, taking some time, Bob, and uh, enjoy your round out there. Hey, you bet. Take care. Bye-bye. That's Bob Stoffer, regular host of this program. Brendan Ulrich pinch hitting for Bob Stoffer today. 12.28 in Edmonton. We'll take a time out for uh, the 12.30 News with uh, Eileen Bell. When we come back, Elliot Friedman will make his first appearance of the season here on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad.